stupid. Well, I didn't make the decision. Apple did. Apple's fucking stupid. Unless they want to give us money. In which case... They don't want to give us money. Fucking stupid. (laughs) I told you. What up? And welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners. A full spoiler reread podcast of George R. R. Martin's Song of Ice and Fire series. Well done. Stop. I'm not done. You are done. As well as it was done, I'm not finished. I'm Zach. Mm. Oh. Yeah, bitch. Dang. Two can play at that game. This is Nate, hey. by the way, doing your intro this week. Yeah. And we're reading a Game of Thrones. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Now we're copyrighted. Uh-oh. Shit. I don't think we are. That wasn't a very good rendition. Anyway, hope everybody's... Summer is well. It's not started officially yet, right? It's I like don't 15, think so, technically, 14, but like that. It but feels like June, summer. So, well, it does in Southern California. Yeah, it's hot here. But this week, hope everybody's June is starting off wonderfully. Mine's doing good. Sweet. It's pretty good. Mine could be better. Barracks being a punk lately. I could be better, but I'm doing pretty good overall. I gotta, I gotta whip them into shape. Do you beat your dog? No, I don't. <laughs> Great. Now I'm that guy. Now you're I do that not guy. beat Barrack Dogdarian. Do you really think Barrack wouldn't take I your shit? I could beat anyway, Barrack yeah. Dogdarian. He'd fuck your shit up. But he's getting a little bold, so I gotta work with him. Yeah, so before we jump into this week's episode, which is Tyrion 4, Woo! we are going to. We got some correspondence that we want to respond to, because that's what you do with correspondence. What's up, everybody? It's Nate here from Brotherhood Without Manners. I'm just going to sneak in and tell you really quick about this sweet app called PodCoin. If you listen to podcasts at all, especially Brotherhood Without Manners, all you have to do is download this app, download our podcast, put in the code BROTHERHOOD, and you will get 300 coins. And you can spend those coins on all sorts of cool stuff, gift cards, donating to charity, whatever. So give it a try. Let us know if you like it. We really enjoy using it for our podcast listening. Uh, you can get free stuff, so why not take advantage of something you already do? Anyway, back to the episode. Anyway, so we're going to be reading some emails. We got a, another email from Gigi, who Gigi had written into us uh, earlier, and she just recently caught up with the podcast, so she said thank you for the shout-out, which we shouting you out again, Gigi. So Nate's Photoshop just popped up on his computer yeah, and it interrupted Gigi's email because I couldn't contain my laughter with I, this, this crazy chick staring at I us. Know, it, I know. <sighs> anyway, sorry, Gigi. I'll sorry, continue Gigi. on. But she had a lot of um, stuff to say about the show, and so Gigi... We just wanted to acknowledge your email. We got it. We definitely have some thoughts based on the wheel that you brought up and, yes. and all that fun stuff. But we'll we'll bring that up and we'll respond more in depth to that uh, during our show wrap up, which will be coming out shortly here in the coming yeah, weeks. Yeah, hopefully the next couple of weeks. We're still for... putting that together because it's a we we plan on trying to cover 
of the whole yeah, series. Yeah, we're gonna so. we're gonna put out a pretty decent sized episode for you guys. But so. anyway, she did say that she had just listened to Ned Six and that she would have to induct Stannis. Even knowing where he ends up and the decisions that he makes, it's easy to understand why he's the most serious of the brothers and why he felt his claim to the throne was most valid. I feel his claim yes. to the throne is most valid. So Stannis was your inductee as well. Yeah, and she says, Imagine having Robert and Renly for family. Big oof. A brother who speaks about his own niece in such a cruel way is clearly not worthy of brotherly love. So Gigi, Gigi absolutely gets Renly. Let me tell you on the level as Stannis in my family. Oh my God! No, I because I have Zach Renly here and my other brother Robert, and I'm just Stannis in my way through life here. And Zach is not pleased with this analogy brother, at all. Brother, won't you have a peach? I am... shut the fuck up while I finish <laughs> Gigi's email as you've interrupted it like four times all now. Right, all right, I'm sorry. And she also. Has an inductee for Cat Five, yes, which was last week, uh, not last week's. It was uh, the week before, correct? Because we just did Ned Seven. Yeah, so the so week before. the week before. Sorry, Gigi, we uh, kind of record these things a little in advance. But she says her inductee for Cat Five would be Tyrion because my God, does he put up with a lot of unfair bullshit? And I mean, hallelujah, can I get an <laughs> amen from my boy Tyrion? Because. He absolutely does, and so he. those are both great inductees, Stannis and Tyrion. We appreciate you writing in. You have a great week, Gigi, and we will respond to the rest of your email on our show wrap-up. Yeah, but keep getting those uh, inductees yeah, to us. Yeah, keep we love, sending us inductees. Those. We love your guys' thoughts. I absolutely agree. Stannis. So, Stannis. Similarly, um, our great listener, Sid, he's, Sid, he's been with us since the very beginning. We uh, we love talking to him. He shared a uh, Reddit post with us. Um, similar, it's based on the show, a lot of it. Oh, and boy. so we'll have some comparisons, but we really want to dive heavily into that topic. It um, is. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's, it is. It's fr- some stuff that Martin George has said himself about Tyrion and you know, where he lies on the the good-bad spectrum. It's sort of a what-went-wrong post with Tyrion. Um, So I've read it through about three times already, and I'm really excited to talk about it. So we're going to bring that up So again, Sid, we're not, we're not, we wanted to acknowledge that you wrote in. We appreciate it. Thank you. Keep writing into us, and we will really dive into that article you sent us because we both have really enjoyed reading it but into our show episode and we'll really get into it get in the nitty gritty with you guys yeah. and discuss our thoughts on those so coming back to the the here and now uh this week we're reading Tyrion 4 see which means that last week we read Ned 7 we did Ned had uh, a few interesting conversations in this he was pretty shepherd. upset over the death of Sir Hugh of the Vale and maybe his complicity in it he was worried about that. Robert had wanted to fight in the melee and kind of opened up to Ned for the first time in a long time, saying that he just really doesn't want to be king. And the only thing that keeps him really ruling is the thought of his horrible son and horrible wife on the throne. Yeah. And Ned ends up uh, having some interesting conversations with uh no well just a conversation with a mysterious stranger who visited his room which turns out to be Varys, Varys. the master of disguise yeah and Varys basically answers that yes john aaron was murdered probably with tears of lease and when ned asks why he says because he started asking questions yeah and that's where we left off and so this week we pick up with Tyrion 4 when last we left Tyrion. 
Catelyn had him at sword point. Yeah. And Kat took him, him at the inn at the crossroads. Yes. She had made her choice. And so now we pick up with the fallout of that. And Tyrion is currently standing in the pre-dawn chill watching Chiggin butcher his horse. Yes. So Chiggin is one of the men that was called arms by Lady Catelyn. Yes. And... Yeah. Tyrion's quite upset about this, but he thinks it's just one more debt he can chalk up for the Starks, because they are just fucking up right now, royally. And the butchering um, had to be done quickly, or the shadow cats in the area would get to them. They'd smell the blood. Smell the blood. Running. When up uh, comes our our new friend. Our new friend. Bron. Bron. Hello, Bron. Hey, buddy. And so the first thing we get out of him is that nobody's going hungry tonight. Yeah, no. He was described as a near shadow himself, bone thin and bone hard with black eyes and black hair and a stubble of a beard. I really enjoy that he was a near shadow himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After just getting mentioned of shadow cats, that he's sort of lithe on his feet. Yeah, and, and yeah. Quick. And so we immediately get a pretty clear picture of Bronn. And Tyrion says that he's not fond of horse meat, especially his own horse. Yeah. But... Bron says that meat is meat, and that the Dothraki prefer her horse meat. Now, see, we also because I got, I was like, God damn, they're pretty savage that they're just gonna, they're hungry, so they're eating his horse mm-hmm. first. Uh, we later find out that the horse collapsed, like the the horse couldn't go on any further. Yeah, they had been riding pretty hard. Yeah, and so we we do learn. Uh, I think it's after the towards the end of the chapter that they're talking, and you find that out, but. Um, yeah, Tyrion doesn't really like the Dothraki comment, and he says that the Dothraki did indeed eat horse, but they also left deformed children for the feral dogs who ran behind their calisar. So the Dothraki customs and traditions don't really have any appeal to Tyrion. Thanks, I'll skip the fucking horse meat, bro. <laughs> and so Chicken holds up a strip of this meat and asks if he wants a taste and then eats it just raw. raw just, yes, uh, raw meat. And this is when... Tyrion just deadpan goes, my brother Jamie gave me that horse for my 23rd name day. And like, <laughs> that's just it, and I love that. Yeah. And then Chicken responds by saying, thank him for us if you ever see him again. Which is, I mean, oh, they're just so Damn, good with like this it's... back and forth. And he grins, and that's when he eats the meat, and it's gross, and he says that it tastes well, bl- well bred. And Tyrion walks away, thinking how the cold had settled in his thighs and every movement hurt and he was aching from the long ride. And he, he starts to ponder if his dead horse is the lucky one. Yeah, because he's thinking about how he's how he's feeling right now and that he's going to be feeling that way for a long time. They he's going to be traveling hours for of riding time. ahead of him, followed by little food and a sh- short cold sleep on the hard ground, and then another day of riding ahead of them, ahead of that. So when he's thinking about that, he kind of starts circling around back to the day he was captured. Um, yeah, because he starts end. to mutter, "Damn her, damn her, and all the Starks." And he's getting pissed at his captors. Yeah. And this is when we get the description that the memory is still bitter in his mind. One second, he's ordering dinner, about to go chill with Yorin and, like, enjoy their new room that the Freerider gave up. And the next second, he's facing a room full of armed men. And Jack had started reaching for his sword, but Tyrion hurriedly... Fucking put a stop to that, wrenching his arm down so that they weren't going to get hacked to pieces. Yeah, Tyrion had the presence of mind to realize that there's a lot more people right now. They were not fighting their way out of there. No way in hell. And he told her, you're making a mistake, Lady Stark. I had no part in the attack on your son. On my honor. Yeah. And And she says, 
Lannister's honor. On Lannister's honor. Yeah, and that's all she says. And she holds up her hands for all the room to see the scars from the night that Bran was almost killed. And she says, his dagger left these scars, the blade he sent to open my son's throat. Right. She's once again appealing to this. Yeah, this is and this is stuff that we caught uh, right at the tail end of her chapter mm-hmm. there. And it said that Tyrion could feel the anger in the room, hot and heavy around him like the smoke. And Yeah, they get savage It quick. gets fed by the cuts yeah. in the Stark woman's hand. She's playing this crowd perfectly, and someone hisses out, kill him, yeah. just immediately. And other voices take up the call, and Tyrion says that it was quicker than he would have believed. Like yeah. that, all of a sudden, they're calling for his head right here. And right. Now. So immediately, uh, to to avoid bloodshed, just he's like, "I'll I'll go. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight my way out of here. Like you've got me. Yeah. If Lady Stark accuses me of some crime, I will obviously go and and face trial to see you know to answer for it, whatever right. crime she is claiming." And he says, he thinks to himself that it's the only option as they would die trying to cut their way out. Right, because, yeah, he starts looking around at the numbers and seeing that he's got himself, Jick, and uh, his other guy there. And Yorin's with them, but he's he's Night's Watch. He's not not going to do anything. And so that's it. He even steps aside immediately as they come up to... To come up and... Roderick says, take their swords. Yeah. And so this is when the sellsword Bronn steps up and pulls Jack's sword from him. So I do like the way that they... He wrote that he, like... He takes it from the fingers of Mm -hmm. of Jack just because he was just talking about fingering his hilt, like, as they're coming over. Yeah. But yeah, I like that Bronn steps up and collects the stuff. So the tension kind of subsides a bit when the weapons are taken away and... This is when Tyrion also recognizes Sir Roderick, even without his whiskers. Yes. And the fat innkeep is begging, don't don't kill him here, please, please, not here, not here. And Tyrion says, don't kill him anywhere. And Catelyn says that we are taking him back to Winterfell. And this is when Tyrion really takes in the room, and it says that he's not displeased. And he thinks to himself, oh, the Stark woman had been clever. Force them to publicly confirm their oaths to her father and then call on them for succor and her a woman. Yes, that was sweet. So he's thinking about... He's how going through, did. yeah, logistically how she... Which is really... Gain control when you think about it, because he's going to... He's getting duped here. And when you think about that, he's he is being so meticulous in his thought process during this time. Mm-hmm. It's, he He's very confident that he's got... He's got the way of it. He's going to be all right. If they start heading to Winterfell, the riders will get him. He's going to be okay. And that's going to come back into play. Yeah, but he, he notices as well that there were close to 50 men in the room, but Catelyn's plea had roused a bare dozen. Yeah. The others look confused, frightened, or sullen. And it says that he might have smiled if he dared. He's starting to realize that not everybody is this valiant knight that's going to stand for him. There are witnesses. There are people who don't want to be involved in assisting the Right, news. right. And so, Winterfell it is, he says, and... Gotcha. It, it, it was a long ride, and Tyrion knew that yeah. from having just come that And so way. he shouts out that his father will pay handsomely, like, if somebody happened to deliver the news. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, he's just throwing that out there, that little hook to just sort of guarantee, because word's obviously going to spread anyway, and he thinks that as well, but just... Yeah, and he, that extra he even thinks, though, that he knows that his father's not going to pay. Nah. 
But that he will. If he he's free, like, if I get he'll free because of it, it, I'll pay you. Yeah. And this is when Sir Roderick starts to look worried and says, his men come with him and will thank the rest of you to stay quiet about what you've seen here. Shut, no, not going to happen, Roderick. And, <laughs> it, uh, excuse me. Uh, not gonna, yeah. It says it's all Tyrion can do not to laugh at the exactly. old fool. Like, not going to happen. Word will begin to spread. And this is, what this Tyrion, is the crossroads. Yeah, word would begin to spread the instant they were gone. Yorin would carry the story south with him. The fool singer might tell it. Lord Frey's men would report back to Lord Frey himself, and God only knew what he might do. Right. And it's when we get sort of our first look at Lord Walder Frey. Yeah, the and twins. we... Because we know that he's a shitty dude. Yeah, and it says that Lord Walder Frey may be sworn to River Run, but he was a cautious man who lived long by making certain that he was always on the winning side. And so that... Tyrion's basically thinking that, yeah, he he's cautious, but he knows... Tywin is he's in the power one. He's the and... one that would write down to King's Landing and be like, "Hey, is is Catelyn Stark supposed to have Tyrion Lannister?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's not. Oops, I wasn't supposed to tell you. Oh, my bad. But he's uh, had said that Tyr- uh, Catelyn Lannister. Oh, Jesus, Catelyn, Catelyn Lannister. Lannister. So wow. Catelyn Stark decides it's time to leave. She's ready to go. Yeah, uh, Catelyn wastes no time. Tyrion thinks, and yeah. she says, "We ride at once, and we'll need fresh mounts and provisions." And you men have the eternal gratitude of House Stark if any of you choose to help us guard our captives and get them safe to Winterfell. You shall be handsomely rewarded. And that was all that took. Yeah, the fools came rushing forward, Tyrion thinks, and he studies their faces, for they would indeed be rewarded, he vowed, but perhaps not quite in the way they imagined. So Tyrion is also planning on having something to say with all these gentlemen who are assisting in this. And so he he mentions that, you know, his riders, they'll catch them and set them free, but um, somebody should go and tell the people because, or go tell Tywin, if not, what am I saying? So the the lords and stuff that they're passing will see him, and they may be willing to write to Tywin to let him know and so he's assuming that these houses along the road to Winterfell, somebody's gonna stop. Yeah, him that's what he, he had. Uh, he he was implying when he thought that it was a long road to Winterfell that he had just ridden that down this way, and so going back up, he would know a lot can happen between here and there. Yeah. It is a long journey to Winterfell, and so it says that even as they bundled him outside, saddled the horses in the rain, and tied his hands with a length of rope. Tyrion really isn't afraid, and this is when he confidently thinks that they would never get him to Winterfell, because yeah, the Raven, the riders would ride within the day. The ravens will fly, and someone will want to uh, curry favor with his father and lend a hand. And so he gets a hood pulled over his head, and he's lifted up into the saddle, and they set out at a hard gallop. And now, if you remember, Catelyn at that time had stopped at the inn to get out of the storm. Mm-hmm. They'd been, in, you know, soaking wet, her and Roderick. And so it's pouring still. Yeah, it's, the storm it's hasn't still passed. raining and pouring. And so he's not having a good time. He can't see. He can't hear. The hood's keeping His him up. His poor little legs get rain. sore quick. He's just, he's a, he's <laughs> a big old toothpick. Yeah. Uh, toothache, toothpick. He's a toothpick. A he's a big old toothache. Just, he's miserable all over. And... It said that even when they were away from the inn and Catelyn slowed them to a trot, it was still just horrible. And being blind, 
put him in danger of always falling off his horse because he's got this bag over his head, and the rain made the hood cling to him, basically waterboarding the shit out of him and making yeah. breathing difficult as this wet hood is just Yeah, and fucking... like the whole time he's sitting there thinking about how he was that close to just going up and chilling with Yorin. Eating that dinner, like you said. I think it's interesting who he blames here, though. He yes. says, if not yes. for that, that fucking, wretched singer that who had to open his yeah. fucking mouth. Well, it's it because uh, Catelyn didn't want to start any shit Catelyn either. Didn't want, she she would have ignored yeah, him, let him go to sleep, yeah. and then she would have left as soon as he went up those stairs. But it was a, the, the singer the got singer Tyrion's attention, and that's when Tyrion noticed her, and she was forced to act. Yeah, it was these dominoes. It's amazing writing. I love it so much. But it said that the singer had chosen to ride with them, saying that yes. there was a story here and a song to be made from this tale. Yeah. And grand adventure, yada, yada, yada. And Tyrion wonders if he's still going to feel that way when the Lannister riders catch up to him. Tyrion yeah. is just, I love he's how so malicious confident. he's yeah. being as well in a, in a confident low-key way, like way as yeah. well, like where... He's straight up planning like these people's deaths because fuck he's, them he's all. He's so confident that he's smarter than them. And so then after a time, he hears Lady Stark call for a dismount. Yeah, Dawn had come when yes. Cat gave that command. So they were riding all through the night. Hard. And Tyrion's yanked down, untied, and unhooded. And he looks around yeah. at the hills, and all hope goes out of him. Bam! Le- little finger slam. That's it. <laughs> well, it's Catelyn. I know, but he, you know, she's working for Peter Baelish basically at this point. Whoa. Dang. Damn. Shots fired, Catelyn. Uh yeah, he's they are not on the King's Road to Winterfell. They are in a sort of ravine type mountainous craggly area yeah he notices that they are on the eastern road and he says you said we were riding for winterfell it says he accuses Catelyn. Yes, and i love how she says yes often and loudly with a faint smile yep and she says no doubt your friends will head that way when they come after you and i wish them godspeed <laughs> and he is fucking Pissed. Yeah, it says even days later, the memory still filled him with a bitter rage. All his fucking life, he prided his uh, himself on his cunning. The only gifts the gods saw fit to give him, and this seven times damned she-wolf had outwitted him at every turn. Catelyn, like, <laughs> damn so girl, good. I love it. Nailed. Yeah, this is such Nailed. a good hoodwink. Like, got him often and loudly. It's absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Announce where you want and people to you, think you're going. When you go back, you listen to the beginning when he's describing it. Like she does, she's like, "Who will help me take the traitor to Winterfell?" To Winterfell, Let's to, go Winterfell. to Winterfell, and like. Yeah. Along the King's Road to Winterfell, to Winterfell, to Winterfell. <laughs> Along the King's Road to Winterfell, Winterfell we go. So, yeah, it's Tyrion's having a really rough time of it. And it said that they had stopped only long enough to feed and water the horses, and then they set off again. This time, no hood for Tyrion. Who cares? He knows where they are now. After the second night, they no longer bound his hands, and once they got up high into the mountains, they barely guarded him at all. And Tyrion thinks that, why should they? Where is he really going to go? Right. Because the shadow cats or the mountain clans are going to find him, or his low provisions would cause him to starve or die of thirst? Is there a... Dehydration? Dehydration? Sure that one i guess but yeah so he's really fucked he has to stick with them now because he has no choice going off unprotected into these hills is suicide 
And so Catelyn is driving them forward. Tyrion knows now where they are going. To House Aaron. To the Eerie. The Eerie. Catelyn's sister, Lysa, and Tyrion thinks as well, no friend of Lannister's. Yeah, he and he had met her a few times back when she was at court with John Aaron. And he... They never had yeah, great whatever, interactions. Like... But they're resting by a stream. And Sir Willis Wode is telling Catelyn that they they need to take some time to rest, and Sir Roderick agrees. Yeah, because if they don't, then they're going to keep riding the horses, and then there's going to be more, and then there's going to be more strain on the horses they do have, and all this bad shit. It's shit's just gonna going to chain. But Catelyn says that they will lose more if the Lannisters catch them, and Tyrion speaks up and says, "Small chance of that here. Like yeah. you, you kind of fucking played us, and yeah, that's where they'll be heading to Winterfell, not not up here." And this is when one of the men says, it's a lady, did not ask your views, dwarf. Yeah. And this is Curlicat. 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 Yeah. And it was a Bracken's man-at-arms who answered Catelyn's call. And Tyrion, it said, had made an effort to learn all their names yes. so that he might pay them back later. But Catelyn commands, let him speak. I want to hear what he has to say. And so Tyrion sits himself down on a rock and prepares himself to do what he does best. So I, I'll... I wanted to mention um, that he, when he was saying about committing their all their names to memory, yeah. that he was especially looking forward to repaying Marillion for his absolutely for his services. Who doesn't want to punch but, that singer right in the face? Yeah, so that's when Tyrion really gets into why they don't have to worry about yeah. anything. By now, our pursuit is racing across the neck, chasing your lie up the King's Road, if there is a pursuit. No doubt word has reached my father, but he does not love me over much, and I'm not sure he will bother himself. So, it says that this was only a half-lie. Tyrion Lannister cared not at all for his deformed son. And right. We, but he ain't he, gonna suffer a slight on the house no, on yeah, it's and, and that's exactly it. That's Tywin in a nutshell. He doesn't give a shit about Tyrion. It's the fact that she took a Lannister. Exactly. And so... He has the right of it. Uh, Tywin probably will immediately send men out. I mean, we know that he goes to war to get Tyrion back. Essentially, this is the start of it, but um, it's only because of he's the, the a Lannister. Slight. It yeah, it has nothing to do, with, nothing to do Tyrion. with Tyrion himself. And so he says that uh, you risk losing me going this. Yeah, because I'm too this weak. Pace. I'm too small. I'm small and not strong. And if I die, what's the point? And she's savage. Yeah. It may be said that your death is the point, Lannister. Is. But Tyrion is... uh, He calls it on this, too. He's he's like, no, no, because you could have had me killed at any point by any one of these guys. And they would have done it happily. Yeah, they're they're ready to do it now still. And she says that the Starks do not murder men in their beds. And Tyrion sort of pleads at this point, nor yeah. do I. Like, I had no part yeah, in the attempt on your son's really life. Like, like fuck, that's man. the point I'm trying to get across to you here, woman. And she says that he was armed with your dagger. Yeah, and he's like, why would... I'm a smart man. Why would I give this common thief kill guy... Cutthroat. You know, my own, my own personal dagger. Like, really? And for a moment, just a tiny yeah. moment, there's a flicker of doubt. And... She asks, but why would Peter lie to me? Yeah. And Tyrion says, why does a bear shit in the woods? It's in his nature. Lying comes as easy to, as breathing to a man like Littlefinger. You, you of all people ought to know. Yeah. And she steps towards him. 
It's like, the fuck? Yeah. The fuck you just saying? What the fuck that mean, Lannister? Mm. She, she just asked, what does that and mean? And so Lannister he gets about? pretty raunchy here. Like, yeah. he, gets, he gets really mouthy with how he's saying this. And technically, he's not the one that's at fault. He's just making her aware of yeah. the rumor that Peter Baelish has been saying that he took her virginity. Yeah, he took her maidenhead, and Catelyn immediately says, that's a lie. Marillion immediately shouts out, wicked little imp. Kirkat, Kirklet draws his dirk and says, at your word, my lady, I'll tear his, I'll Cut his toss tongue. his lo- uh, lying tongue at your feet. And Catelyn is staring him down with a coldness on her face that he has not seen before. And this is the interesting part, and it says, Peter Baelish loved me once. He was only a boy. His passion was a tragedy for all of us, but it was real, pure, and nothing to mock. He wanted my hand. <laughs> that is the truth of the matter. You are an evil man, Lannister. So, we get an interesting thing of Peter Baelish here, but I, this line, his passion was a tragedy for all of us. Yeah. That's the tansy. Oh, yeah. That's the... T- like, Catelyn... She knows. And she did it with Peter Baelish when she asked him if yeah. Barris knows everything. Like, right, right. This is... And, like, any... All right. Because I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been waiting to get to this point. Any motherfucker who doubts Ned about keeping the lie about Jon Snow from Catelyn, this is why. Like, the tansy shit. She is mentioning, mentioning it willy-nilly to, like, Littlefinger in King's Landing where the walls have ears. Now she's bringing it up fucking here that his passion was a tragedy for all of us because Lysa had to have a fucking yeah, abortion right. almost unwillingly because her father forced her to, yes. and it was tragic because and horrible. Because Littlefinger slept with her thinking Because Littlefinger slept with her thinking it was Cat because she drunk and got him drunk yeah. and, and went and approached him. And it's... I don't know why. It just... I've never picked up on this much of it dangling in a Game of Thrones. I know it becomes a little more prominent right. next book, but like, I didn't know it was here. And so it, we just get these so much more of a picture of Littlefinger than I initially thought in yeah, the first yeah. book of who he truly is, not Littlefinger we see, that we yeah. see in King's the Landing. clever, likable, but and so, smarmy. Uh, Tyrion responds with, you are truly a fool, Lady Stark. Littlefinger only loves Littlefinger, and it was not your hand he want, He boasts of. It's those ripe breasts, that <laughs> sweet mouth, and the heat between your legs. The heat between your legs, he's calling her a bitch, is essentially what I'm getting. Like a dog, because just... I, I know that, like... Uh, dog genitalia and when they're in heat they tend to give off a lot of heat and so like he's basically comparing her to a dog there as as far as what Littlefinger's saying and it's just such a dig of the knife to say to this lady of the warden of the north well that's it walking around saying basically I took that bitch's virginity yeah and so this is when Kirklet pulls Tyrion's head back and puts his blade right up to his chin and Tyrion says, kill me, and the truth dies with me. And so Catelyn says, let him talk. And Tyrion's let go. And this is where he asks her, like, how is it I I came by this dagger that mm-hmm. I supposedly have? And she she tells him, you won it in a bet against Peter Baelish. Yeah, during the tourney on Prince Joffrey's name day. And Tyrion says, ah, so when my brother Jamie was on horse by the Night of the Flowers, that's the story, No. And Catelyn says it is. But they were immediately interrupted by a shriek of, Riders! Like some fucking, 
Lord of the Rings shit. Here we go. Riders in the dark. Bum, 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 bum. The, the call came from up high. Sir Roderick had sent Laharis? Laris? Laris? Laris. I'm going to go with Laris. He sent Laris up the rock face to keep Laris. watch on the road. And the cat, Catelyn is actually the first one to react here. She yeah. says, Sir Roderick, Sir Willis, to horse. Get them, uh, all the other mounts behind us. Mohor, guard the prisoners. And Tyrion's like, arm us. Yeah, Give he us jumps weapons. up and grabs her arm. Arm us. You, you, you will need every sword here. And, <clears throat> excuse me, he can see that she knows he's right. The mountain clans don't give a shit about the great houses and who's fighting with who. They will kill everyone with equal fever. Fever. That's what I wrote too. They don't give a shit about give houses. A shit about houses. Yeah, no, they will kill Stark so, and Lannister. Cat hesitates though, and she doesn't offer them up right away. That's yeah. when one of them hear. I can hear them. Sir Roderick, he calls yeah. it out. I hear them, and suddenly everyone is moving, reaching for weapons, trying to get up on their mounts. Laharis comes springing and sliding down the ridge, kicking some rocks, and he lands right in front of Catelyn. Just out of breath, and tells them basically there's 20, 25 of these riders coming. It's uh, They must have had watchers out because they know yeah. we're here. Right. And so Roderick's already mounted, sword in hand, and Mohor is crouched behind a boulder, spear in hand, and he's got a dagger between his teeth. Sir Willis Wode calls out to Marmillion for help with his breastplate, but the singer sat frozen in fear. Little pans. But it's actually Tyrion's man, Morik, who bounds over to help out Sir Willis with his uh, breastplate. Tyrion is still pleading with Catelyn, and he says, three prisoners and a fourth man guarding us. Those are four more swords you could have, and that could be the difference here between life and death. And so... She asks for his word that he will lay down his sword when the fighting is done. Yeah. And I love his response because it's so, so Tyrion. Mm -hmm. He says, my word. And then he grins crookedly. Oh, that you, you have, my lady, on my honor as a Lannister. And for a moment, he thinks that she's going to spit at him, (laughs) which I love. And instead she calls, arm them. And she pulls away from him and just goes away. And Roderick tosses Jack his sword and scabbard. Morik grabs a bow and quiver. And Bronn rides up to Tyrion and offers him a de- double-headed axe. And it says that Tyrion had never, never wielded <laughs> an axe in his life, and it fe- felt awkward in his hands and heavy and clumsy. And so Bronn goes off to stand beside Chigan and Sir Roderick, with Sir Willis joining them shortly after. But Tyrion is sort of feeling naked without armor because he's noticing them all kind of decked out yeah, and ready yeah, yeah. to go. And so he's looking for a rock to hide behind and he runs to one and he finds that Marmillion is hiding behind it as well. And he's like, no. (laughs) But he The singer starts to scream, go away. I'm a singer. I want no part of this fight. And Tyrion asks him, oh, you've lost your taste for adventure, have you? And then he starts kicking at him until he moves over, which I love. I like that Tyrion's just shitting all over him. Get out of the fucking way. And so he does. He slides over, and luckily he does because a heartbeat later, the riders are on them. Yeah, coming down the hill. There were no heralds, no banners, no drums or horns, only the twang of the bowstrings as Morik and Laharis let fly. And it says that they, the clansmen thundered out of the dawn, which I love. Yes. I love it. And they're all in mismatched armor. Their weapons are fucking all different and... 
just yeah, they're a mess. They're just it's a, a ragtag, yeah. And there's and so, a big man at the head in a striped shadow skin cloak, armed with a two handed greatsword, and he's sort of leading the charge. Yeah. And Roderick's charging forward on their side, and he's got Bron and uh, Chigan beside him, mm-hmm. and then. He, so he yells out Winterfell as he's charging forward. Chiggin just kind of battle Ch- Chiggin and Bronn are just, yeah, yeah shouting battle yelling. cries. Uh, Willis Wode charges out, and he's yelling Hall, just repeating Swinging it. Swinging his morning star. Yeah. Tyrion and, uh, <laughs> gets the urge. He gets that. He just got that burst yeah. energy because he hears everyone else charging that where he wants to go running out, brandishing his axe over his head, just yelling casterly rock. Uh, but then the insanity is gone. Yeah. And he's like, uh, no, no. Which is actually an interesting... Uh, and it popped in my head immediately as soon as I read it. There's a part, and it's only in the books. It's when Arya is on the road with the Night's Watch, and they're at the keep, and they get attacked. Yeah. And Arya starts shouting, Winterfell, Winterfell, and gets like caught up in it. Yeah. Because all the different boys are shouting different places where they come from. Right, and so right. it's it, it's this thing, like which I absolutely would believe is a real thing. Oh, sort absolutely. Of this. You get caught up in it. So yeah, like fucking I'm going to shout my, my homeland because fuck these guys. But he crouches lower and he starts to hear the screams of the horses and the crashes so of I metal love on what metal. They, I love what it says about Bronn here. It says that he cuts through them like a whirlwind. Yeah. Chigan and Bronn like, are having no issues. They're yeah. holding their own great. Sir Roderick is trading blows with the big man in the shadow skin cloak. Yeah. Jack had vaulted onto a he horse and a horse rode himself. bare back into the fray. And so an arrow is suddenly sticking from the big man in the cloak, and Sir Roderick is already fighting someone else. These are pros. They're fighting yeah, trained like, men who know how yeah. to wield swords. As soon as that arrow hit the uh, the neck of the leader, Roderick's done with it. Yeah, he already and found another person yeah. to finish off. Marmillion starts shrieking. Marillion, whatever the Mar- fuck Marillion. Starts shrieking as a horse leaps over the rock. And I put Marillion screams like a bitch. Yeah. Basically, um, Tyrion jumps up as the rider turns back around to come riding. So back this is at another them. one of those great battle scenes, fight things that Martin writes, and yeah. I just really like how he gives it the the feeling because he. Yeah, yeah, no, this uh, is intense. As the, the horse turns around, the the clansman comes charging back at him, and he with swings. a spiked maul. Yeah. yeah, and so Tyrion swings back and hits the the. The horse full on in the chest with a thunk. Yeah, and angling just, up into yeah, its angling throat. Yeah, angling upward into its throat, and he almost gets the, the hilt knocked out of his grip because the horse goes down. Yeah. Riders it with it going down, and he manages to pull it loose from the horse before it takes him down. scramble out of the way. It's messy. It's yeah. unclean. It isn't a fucking cool first kill at all. Yeah. It's a horse and scrambling. And so the horse falls down on top of Marillion. Thank God. And it also pins the, the rider's leg under it, and so Tyrion takes it advantage of that opportunity runs in crit yeah. rolls in at 20 and just clonks this guy in the neck yeah, just carries his axe in his neck and as he's yanking the blade loose Maril- um marillion yeah is crying out for someone to help me help. yo so just part like i i always mentioned uh or we i always mentioned i haven't always mentioned it because we just mentioned it for the first time this episode sid had given us that article where it mentions Tyrion being villainous yeah and right here his maliciousness like, he's so malicious marillion is pretty fucked up right now he's under a horse uh i imagine he's screaming he's in, in some pain about blood so he starts Tyrion... to crawl a hand out yeah he's screaming about bleeding but Tyrion says it's probably the horse and yeah he's, he's trying to scram he's, he's crawling it like out. his broken hand not broken hand but he's just crawling his hand out and Tyrion puts his heel down on the fingers and feels a satisfying crunch and says close your eyes and pretend you're dead and then he turns and he leaves 
It, yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I understand man, like, that, like, this dude helped take you prisoner. It's pretty much his you fault. And but, like, shit, got you, but, like, when Tyrion's blood's wow. boiling, he's yeah, a man. fucking savage. He's so, malicious as Yeah, fuck. we got a nice little look at Tyrion there. And it says that after that moment, things ran together yeah, in the battle yeah. for Tyrion. The world had turned to chaos and dust and blood. Tyrion had kept to the fringes of the fight, hacking at horse legs and uh, killing a wounded clansman and taking his half yeah, helm. Yeah, it was a little bit tight, but you know what? He didn't give a shit. Any protection was better, better than, than any protection. Yeah. He sees Jack get cut down from behind while fighting a man. Yeah, and Jack was kind of a and dick anyway. Yeah, so, so later Tyrion had stumbled over Kurlikat's body. His pig face smashed in with a mace, but Tyrion recognized the dirk and took it. Yeah, he, he didn't even recognize him by the face. He Which, basically knew it was him because of the, his dirk yeah. that he had. Curlicat was the douchebag holding the knife to his throat, yeah. so we're not too upset about that. Nope. Tyrion hears a woman scream and sees that Catelyn is trapped against the stone face of the mountain with three men around her, one mounted and two on foot, and she was holding a dagger that looked pretty measly compared to these three yeah, closing these in three on guys. So he thought, well, let him have the bitch, yeah. and, you know, you're welcome to or yeah. have her. Yet somehow he was moving. And he, yeah, he takes the first man unaware in the back of the knee, splitting <sighs> flesh and bone like a log. A wet log. And he thinks logs that bleed. Yes. Which is just ew, dark. So by then, the second one is caught on, and he comes charging at Tyrion, swings his sword. Tyrion ducks and dives, dodges, lashes out with bobs his axe. and weaves. And when he lashes out with the axe, the the guy jumps back to avoid it. Bam! And Cat Stark comes up and fucking boom, cuts that guy's throat. Done. I really liked how Martin said this last one because he flees. He's like, Fuck yeah, this shit. the guy just, on the horse turns and runs. But and yeah, he says like he suddenly he remembers he had a prior appo- uh, yeah. a commitment or some yeah, appointment, an, an like, important appointment elsewhere, and he just takes off and he turns and tail like, and runs. Yeah. What? Yeah, Martin is so great with his random lines that he throws yeah. in for humor. And so Tyrion kind of is looking around at the the smoke and the dead bodies and the horses and the blood, and then he's it kind of dawns on him that the fighting stopped. Yeah, the the battle's over. Like he didn't even realize, and he he looks up and he's thinking that he'd been battling all day, but only a couple minutes had, had passed. The sun had barely moved yeah. in the sky. Like it, there was nothing, no different. It was that fast. And so Bronn had asked asked him later, "Your first yeah. battle?" And Tyrion nods, saying, "My father would be so proud." So I put later on, oh, uh, when Bronn, what did I say? Where's my notes here? I said. Later on, when Bronn was taking the nice, well-oiled leather boots that befits a man serving Tywin Lannister off of Jick's dead That's body. That's right. They were looting the, he was looting he the asked, corpse. Yeah, and I just really thought that it was interesting because it, it even notes that they were better than Bronn's boots. Yeah, because it's Tywin, Tywin's exactly. men. Tywin's man that was assigned to protect Tyrion. Yeah. And he's got these amazing boots, and I just really like that, like... He's already bettering himself. Bron. Oh, your your guard died. I'm taking his fucking boots though. Yeah. That's, that's how that's how battles work. This is these are mine now. So suck it. Um, but Bron tells him you need a woman now, and there's nothing better than a woman after a fight. Let me tell you what. And Tyrion looks around and looks at Catelyn and says, "I'm willing if she is." And the fleet free riders all burst into laughter. Yes. And Tyrion starts laughing himself while thinking. At the start. There's a start. So he also uh, thought about how 
his legs were bothering him now, cramping up again, yep. and then realizes like they didn't they didn't bother me at all. I never even had a single thought about these damn legs during the battle. Yeah. And so he thought that that was interesting. But, that yeah, adrenaline. I definitely – I really liked the uh, – it's a start line, though, with he's building a relationship, which is obviously going to lead to Braun willing to step up and fight for him in the future. Mm. And it's going to – it's just showing how – how charismatic he is yeah with these these, these and how quick he people. is i mean as soon as they start laughing he thinks there's an in like he just made headway yeah. with these guys who a couple a couple hours ago wanted him dead so how quickly Tyrion can work this and and it even earlier in the chapter he goes from riding hooded and bound and i know that it's sort of not an issue like cuz he's he doesn't need to be guarded but it just sort of shows how his and station well, yeah, improves slightly, and, and we'll see it. a little bit more right now. Yeah, on exactly. here, but uh, so they all—they're all laughing. And Tyrion uh, wanders off and goes and washes the blood off in a stream nearby. And on his way back, he notices how actually kind of pathetic the clansmen are, right. just how cheap and not really well together they are. And he says that it was a small wonder that nine of them had died while they had only lost three men, and that was Kirklet, Mohor, and Jack. Jake. Yeah. And Sir Willis is advising Cat to continue forward yeah, with so some haste because the clansmen will come back. Catelyn wants to bury the dead. Yeah, and then he's he mentions, well, th- this isn't digging ground. We can't dig on the mountain. It's all rock. She's like, cool, Stone we'll collect carns. stones, we'll make carns. Yeah. And then everyone's like, yo, fuck that. And nah. Bron steps up yeah. and straight up lays down the hammer of just saying, I'm not wasting time dragging fucking stones, burying dead men. So yeah, any who hope to be alive come nightfall should ride with us because we're piecing the fuck out of here. Right, and everyone basically is like, yeah, and even, even Roderick, Roderick. Yeah, and if we Roderick linger. was fucked up for the most part. I mean, he caught a nice graze to the neck. Yep. like he got shot. Fuck there, his, his arm, arm was sliced yeah. open. Like, and he's an older guy. Like, yeah, it's some superficial cuts, but they're deep superficial fucking yeah. cuts. So Catelyn's not happy about it, but she. Yeah. reluctantly agrees, yeah. saying, Gee, like, gods forgive us, we'll so, ride at once. Laris goes walking up to, and tells Tyrion, time to give me the dark back yeah. now, like, we're done. And immediately, Kat's like, no, like, let him keep he it. He needs to keep them. And make sure he has his axe back I as like well. I like that. We may have need of it. I thought it was funny, because I was like, Kat tells him no, and is basically like, in fact, you know what, Laris... Why don't you also go get his axe for him? Yeah, pick it and, up you know, pick and it bring up. it to him. Oh, you know what? Why don't you polish it and sharpen this it? This is all you also it happening. Uh, Laharis approached him while Tyrion is saddling Jack's horse because Jack yeah. had a better right. horse with a an actual fitting saddle. So, right. um, and Tyrion says that you have my thanks, my lady, and she says save them. I trust you know more than I did before. And she turns and rides off. But Tyrion starts to think about how he started this journey bound and bound uh, and hooded and decided that this was certainly an improvement. Yeah, he was like, fine, you yeah. don't have to take my fucking thing. Yeah, so Lady Stark could keep her trust as long as he got to keep his axe. Yeah. And so Sir Willis leads them. Bronn took the rear. Catelyn was in the middle with Sir Roderick beside her. And the whole rest of the ride, the singer is tossing dirty looks back at Tyrion. Yo, I thought this was the funniest shit. Because he's, you know, he and Tyrion mentions that he's, you know, he does make out a little bit because he gets this nice striped cloak. 
But we find out that Marillion has a broken rib. Several. Several broken, broken ribs. ribs. Pardon me. His, ho- his harp is broken. His wood harp is broken. And he has his four fingers on his playing hand that are broken. Yeah. And supposedly Tyrion is saying, but at least he got that nice cloak out of it. Yeah, we. it's actually, it's the shadow skin cloak from the guy. Yeah, the striped cloak. The one that Roderick killed. So Marillion clearly ran out and pilfered that real fucking quick. Yeah. Even though he's so injured. Yeah, so this bitch. is my, my favorite little part they here. They start to hear shadow cats behind yeah, them. Yeah, it starts. Growling and eating the dead bodies that they left behind because that's how fucking savage it is up in these mountainous Parts, areas. Right. And yeah, Tyrion rides up to Yo, him. I love that he's he's heading towards the front. That's his plan. Yeah, he's, he's going, going to, to talk to Cat. But on his way passing Marillion, he just sits there and he's like, You're a little bitch. You're a fucking bitch. Little bitch. Craven rhymes with Raven. Like would be good for a song, wouldn't it? Like just talking mad shit mm-hmm. as he rides by, like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Fucker. So Tyrion rides up and he comes alongside Roderick and Catelyn and he says, as I was saying before we were so rudely interrupted. And I love that he just walks up and picks up exactly where he was at. There's a flaw in Littlefinger's fable, he says. Whatever you would believe of me, Lady Stark, I promise you, I never bet against my family. And that is where we end this chapter. Ba-boom. Closed. And that's that's it. That is the flaw in Littlefinger's plan. Right. Is Tyrion would never bet against Jamie, Not in a million fucking years. And, oh, it's just good stuff. It was a great chapter. It's just good stuff. It's really cool. It's, uh... It's the next because we didn't we haven't gotten much combat in the in the book so no, far. No, yeah, we got, you know, some in John's chapter there with the the boys in the training yard. We we got a little bit more in the training earlier on. So now we've cool hit some tournament skirmish, stuff, yeah. but it's very vague. We only got the jousting, not much on the melee. This was you know some some real fighting. Tyrion handled some, some cool shit. shit. His first battle too, not too bad. He needs a woman. So do you have an inductee? Yeah, this one's hard. It's really hard. This I wanted to give it to hard. like five people. Yeah, you know? I I actually was tempted to give it to Jack at first, just cause like, that's a pretty shitty, you know, like you're just guard duty. You know what? I am giving it to Jack, cause that is shitty. You're just guard duty and for your lord's son, which is like, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world, especially with Tyrion. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But then you get captured by an enemy house, apparently now. And you're taken not to the place that you're told now, you're taken, but on you some... you do have to remember that it was Jick's fault, because he jumped on the horse bareback and charged in like a fool. Well, you, well I'm saying the whole situation. They got but yeah, taken I know, but prisoner yeah, I feel, yeah. against their will, taken then like Just for being lied, a guardsman, yeah. And then they were taken to the East Road, and they got attacked by clansmen, and so he was trying to fight the best of his ability to keep them all alive, I'm sure. Uh, not out of nobility, but right, out of right, saving right. his own skin. But he died for it, and that's pretty shitty. So, to the worst day of work ever, <laughs> Jack, Jick, whatever your name is. However. I induct you to the Brotherhood this week. I like it. Who's yours? I, after much deliberation, it took much. me a while. He just made um, it up. I have it written down, fucker. Boom. And this chicken scratch amateur hour notes, motherfucker. Uh, I forgot you read it. Yeah. Whoops. Um, Braun. Is getting mine, and like I, I know it's he's a, he's such a badass. He's a clever motherfucker. And so I've got a few reasons um, that I did it. He's specifically badass. He's for, handsome. A for he's badass. Yeah, it's basically up for tearing it up, um, for keeping himself safe. Number one, he keeps himself in mind because oh, he was obviously. like, uh, you guys can stay and make graves. 
I'm bugging dipping. Yeah. But the number one reason, motherfucker's getting some new shoes. New boots. So, yeah, I got to He's leveling it up in the RPG. <laughs> he knows. First it's thing, upgrading. I'm looting that body. I need those boots. So, to Braun this week, which is our first chance to have gotten them, I think. Yeah. So, we're, uh, we got Braun. I'm excited for that. So, Braun of the Blackwater. Nah, he's not. Not yet. Not yet. Well, um, like, we're a spoiler. Full and naming spoiler, his, his little so. son, Teary, in there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Anyway, those are our inductees and our thoughts. So let us know who you want to induct into this uh, brotherhood of ours for this chapter. Get us your next chapter inductees. That's going to be Aria 3, Two, four. Three, four, seven, nine. God, why do you put me on the spot like this? We thought we were prepared. I just closed my notes, You fool too. of a took. Arya 3. Hey, look at me. Arya 3, A Game of Thrones. And it's going to be a fun one. And then after that, we got Ned 8. Ned 8, man. Just, yeah, get us those inductees for those two episodes. Let us know what you thought about this one. Let us know what you... Yeah, guys, the the chat's been great. It's been a lot of fun. We're learning a bunch of new shit that you guys are bringing to our attention. It's awesome. We really appreciate it. So I live off of it. Hit us up. If you can, leave us a rate and review on the new Apple Podcasts app. It's me. Are you, are you all right? Yeah. All right. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. He's going to be okay, fellas. I'm good. So, otherwise, we And also... ladies. Jeez. You're correct. My bad. You're bad. My bad. So, we do have, if you like what you hear and you want to support us, but you also want some great content, we have content. our Mercy chapter, which is the sample chapter, winter sample chapter. Mercy. Up on our Patreon, patreon.com with that, slash without manners. Slash... You're not helping. You're contributing. I'm doing fucking great. Is that what you think it's that is? the end is? of the episode. I'm tired. I put in a long right. day today. Yeah, me too. So hit us up, guys. Uh, Gmail is withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash brotherhood without. Brotherhood podcast. Brotherhood podcast. Find us on Facebook by somehow searching for brotherhood without manners. Twitter at manners without. There Instagram at brotherhood without. You know, just just hit us up, guys. You can even leave comments right on our website page on the episodes, www.brotherhoodwithout.com. Dot com. So let us know, guys. Hit us up, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Valor Doheris. Peace. Peace.